Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 231. Today's topic is what keeps you using WordPress. Let's go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. George, you're at a Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm George Safanis. I work for Automatic on the Jetpack team, and I love hanging out in the great outdoors. Nice. Good to have you. How about you, Cosper? I'm Jason Cosper. I am the developer advocate at WP Engine, and I love hanging out in the great indoors. <laughs> John Brown, how about you? Uh, hi, I'm John Brown. I run a company called Nine Seeds. I'm also a full-time digital nomad, hanging out in the great outdoors today, inspired by George. Uh, I was indoors when this started. Uh, that's me. Hi. Sweet. Good to have you on. How about you, Russ? Uh, my name is Russell Aaron. I work for WebDev Studios, and I am on my balcony, which is indoors, but also outdoors as well. So I'm combining both. Ooh, check you out. <laughs> Rush, move your hookah. <laughs> How about you, Say? Um, well, Russ and I are so weirdly always on the same page. So I have my front door, my door open, my office, so I'm in and out. Sure. Also, my name's Say, Freed, and I make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress, at Media on all the things. Nice. Good to have you. How about you, Steve? <laughs> I am Steve Zangan. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. And I am also the lead organizer of WordCamp Orange County, which is happening June 10th and 11th. Seven weeks. Woo! Nice. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. And I do a show here on WP Watercooler called WP Blab. We do that on Thursdays. So come hang out and take a look at that. And my blog is jasontucker.blog. So, and jasontucker.us and Jason. <laughs> yeah, you know, you just start collecting domain names, point them at the same place, and see what happens. I always forget going last because I always forget stuff. You always forget, forget what, what you well, do. I should be pimping out all of this stuff. I never do. You should be. I Maybe don't either. Time, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you be last next time. How about that, John? <laughs> so let's, let's talk a little bit about our friend WordPress and um, why we keep coming back to him. So, our uh, special friend. How do you know it's a family? Yeah, according to uh, some lore I have heard, um, it's ambigendrous. All right. Well, hey. Androgynous. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I knew Am there was a word. I, I, did. I, think, I think that's, I think ambidextrous <laughs> is what you were looking for, which means no, I can no, use both hands. No, I was hands. looking for androgynous, but that didn't come up. Ambid ambigendrous, I think, is, a, is the word of the day. Yep. If you can use it again, I'll give you 10 so what, points. So what... <laughs> So what um, what brings you back to WordPress? Uh, you know, the I, I was thinking about this this morning, and at some point here, there is a certain level of buy-in. Like for instance, for a little while, I was using uh, I've been using my I've been using an iPhone for pretty much the entire time I've had some type of smartphone, but I did take this like little break of about six months of using an Android phone. And I started to realize, geez, like I, I have a lot of, um, there's a lot of stuff that I've put into this infrastructure and I've spent a lot of time and energy really making sure that I can really use that, you know, use that infrastructure correctly. And after a while you just think, okay, well, how much would this cost me to leave WordPress and go yeah. learn something else? Your life else? actually. <laughs> yeah. Be yeah. with your life. So, so Tucker, you and I kind of have the same thing where it, it's like, I have two worlds, right? I have my work world and that's what keeps me coming back to WordPress is because that's my job. But if I didn't have this job, would I keep still using WordPress? And I think I, I think that's where I split, right? I have 
two reasons why I use WordPress. My job and because I like using it and going to WordCamps and stuff. And I think I use WordPress the most because it keeps me in conversations with my friends or it always gives us something to talk about, you know, like you people, you, you people are the people that keep bringing me back to WordPress. Aww, that's, that's actually, that's actually I, not true. I was trying not to say you people, but you know, <laughs> you people. Steve, I have a question for you though, Steve. Yes. Do you still talk to the, do you still talk to your friends over at Macromedia <laughs> or over at, uh, you know, fireworks or uh, flash or, or, you know, I, 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 I still do those yeah, old meetups. Yeah, we still got the uh, we've got the photographer meetup uh, that we go to often. <laughs> I still go to the yearly yeah. flash meetup. Yeah, uh, Authorware Authorware's a Authorware's a great meetup. It's still going strong. So okay, look, I think it's a bit of a cop out for us all to be like the community because we all say that all the time, and I do know that that's a big part of WordPress if if you're in it as we all are. But there is you know from like kind of more the technical side more of the, the, the computer side, there's that too. Not that I'm trying yeah. to like well, say I think that the community yeah. isn't a great reason because it is, but you know, other than like we're friends with a bunch of people. Yeah, I mean, the, very the much friends so, I mean. is really critical. Like I will say that like last year I started burning out on WordPress a little bit, but then I go to WordCamps and frankly get inspired by my friends to kind of double down on WordPress and be really right. re-engaged. And that is part of the community. And it's and in a way, it's the community. In this case, like it was J Trip who reminded me of something of like, there is kind of a mission to this project, which is democratizing publishing in its simplest form, and it really matters to me. Like I like having this place online that I own, that's accessible, that's completely independent of the Facebooks and the Blogspots and the all the other systems that have come and gone that I own and control. Like it, it matters to me in terms of the open source project. And sometimes I forget that I just get burnt out. We all do, right? But both as a professional and as a personal um, blogger, yeah, those things really matter. And like, it's good to have the community to kind of remind you of those things that are core to it. I know Steve's already looking at me with his eyes. No, no, no. I, mean, I, no I think great. But when I when I originally read the question for the for the uh, for the water cooler, it was what keeps you using WordPress, right? I immediately went to the technology, right? All everything you're saying is great. I think all of those aspects are. Are important, but the technology continues to grow and evolve. That's what keeps me using WordPress, right? Professionally, yeah. If the community, if the community, you know, went away, or if the community was still there, but the technology was crap, I mean, we as professionals doing our work couldn't use it. You know what I mean? It'd start to be not the right solution. Jason, kind of a little bit different, right? Like, why do I use WordPress personally, and why do I use WordPress professionally? aren't exactly the same thing. True. Exactly. Jason, Jason made a joke about the Macromedia community, but I've said on the water cooler several times, this business is cyclical, right? So the tools that we were using in 1995 don't exist anymore. And there's always tools sort of come and go and, and it's a cycle. But WordPress is what, on a 13 year run? Is that is that where we're at? Right? Yeah, that, that's a that's a long time for a tool to stay relevant in in this industry. So that that's good. It's got some staying power, and I think that's important to recognize. I think that it's in actually a very interesting place right now, and I think I've brought this up over the last couple of episodes that that we are in this kind of crux place. I was talking about it on the jetpack episode. You know, like where is this going? Because there is so much pressure coming from. You know, technology's changed, 
and it's easier for companies to spin up, you know, template generators and content management systems, stuff that did not even remotely exist when WordPress basically invented that type of, you know, or mainstreamed that type of site management and technology. And there weren't, there were, there was nothing to compare to that. WordPress was like light years ahead technologically. And now there's a bunch, you know, there's all the things. There's the Wixes and the Weeblies and the Lublos and the a million other platforms and then forks of WordPress like Ghost. There's tons of stuff. Well, so it's a whole different playing field. What, yeah, what I think about the technology side is that okay. it, we're not built on like paradigm. We don't need to go like this is the way it should be built. Everything has to be done this way. It's a lot more if this is the way that it makes sense to build something, we'll do it that way, which makes things a lot easier to understand, pick up, and just on a surface level, look at a problem and have a good idea of how to solve it instead of having to relearn how that part's built or how that part's built. There's a lot of continuity and comprehensibility to it. What I like about it the most is that we keep developing hooks and filters and actions and stuff like this like that keep allowing us to filter the stuff and like personally build what we want. Again, there's other platforms where you could do that. But I just think with WordPress, it's as easy as installing a plugin to change how your site works altogether. I think that's easier than, than it has ever been. And it keeps getting easier as we build things. You know, that there's almost 50,000 plugins and they, they all do something incredibly great and piecing those together it's like a really fun puzzle okay they don't all do something incredibly great i, 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 I think they all do something great i've i've written several that do not do anything great so i'll accept responsibility i've written several that even i don't think are great and, and cosper is one of our judges at plug in a palooza so so that i think that's going to go really well yeah i i know bad plugins so it's, it's perfect <laughs> No. You're not just a bad plugin judge. You're a bad plugin, <laughs> bad plugin author. Author. <laughs> Hell yeah. Or um, you know, when I when I first uh, started this episode here, we were talking a little bit about you know what ke what keeps you here, and the the keeping part could also be that you've invested a lot of time, money, and energy into building out your you know your tool set that you're going to be using. So for me, going back to the iPhone metaphor here, is that. You know, I spend a lot of money on the apps that I use, and I use those apps all the time. And I'd hate to go and say, like, oh, I'm going to start using Android now, and now I have to go buy all new sets of apps. And yeah, I have to that would actually a whole be really new expensive. Set of things. Right, exactly. So if, you, if you've been using this one particular plugin set for a while now, let's, let's say, for instance, uh, Beaver Builder. I'm using Beaver Builder. And I bought all the other Beaver Builder plugins that go along with it. And then Drupal comes along, and now i got to go, like, oh, really? Now I have to go start... I got to figure out what all that stuff is and try to get all that stuff together. So after a while, you've you've built so much that you're just like, why would I ever want to start, you know, from scratch all That's over? That's an interesting and... take, but I don't feel great lock-in to the WordPress ecosystem. Like, you know, I feel lock-in in the iOS and Mac ecosystem far more so than I do in the WordPress ecosystem. Well, yeah. okay, John, but what what about what about uh, taking Jason's example of Beaver Builder? Uh, and uh, you have to figure out what the Beaver Builder equivalent is in Drupal. Um, what okay, like that? There's not, not a Drupal clear. An example, there's there's not a clear one-to-one -one analog. Say if you switch to to Compify. another CMS, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and 
Yeah, I mean, and you guys are also speaking, and this is why you keep using Drupal, as developers, you're talking about using WordPress for custom web development, where you guys are building custom websites with custom functionality and custom stuff that you're doing with WordPress, right? That's, I, that's basically the framework that you're all coming from in terms of, um, you know, parallel technologies, right? Yeah, um, yeah but yeah, I, think you can right approach this, I think you can approach this answer from, a, from the user perspective, right? To putting yourself in the shoes yeah. of your clients, say, right? right. WordPress is, is easy to use in comparison to other CMSs, right? It may not be the easy, it, it, I don't think anything is easy to just launch and, and just do, um, but. Spanking is actually pretty easy. It, but in, in comparison to Drupal and Joomla and Mambo and some of the other CMSs that I've dealt with, WordPress is way more easy to learn. Yeah, I mean, it's like going from Microsoft Word to using um, any of the Apple's the Apple suite of using like pages, using numbers. Yeah, they do the exact same thing in theory, but the second somebody says like, how do I get the macros to work that I use in Excel to work in numbers, you're like, sorry, dude, like it doesn't work that way. So what Jason so brought up was that there's... In there and you're like... Wow, that was three people at once talking. Cosper? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, so let's go ahead and talk about the other um, the, the other uh, options out there, the, the Drupals, the Mambas, the Joomlas, the you know, Magento, if you're running a shopping cart or something like that. Also, um, uh, one, one, of, one of the advantages, one of the advantages and one of the things that makes me, like, makes me come back to WordPress as, as a platform um, is uh, I've I've used uh, Drupal and, and Joomla. I've you know I experimented. I had a weird weird college phase. That's fine. <laughs> um, it's all right it's okay. But uh, but you. um having having to upgrade those Drupal and Joomla sites between versions, um, one of the things that's kept me coming back to WordPress is the slavish devotion to backwards compatibility. So uh, having uh, having that uh, where you can take a, a WordPress uh, you know, 1.5 site and uh, basically upgrade it to the current version. I don't know why you would still have a 1.5 site, but I hear that they're out there. There's um, yeah, and people, but you, you can still upgrade that. There's still a path to do that without having to, okay, well, now I have to uh, swap out a bunch of modules, swap out, uh, yeah. you know, this and that. And like, it, it's it's just easy. The backwards compatibility the, is the such long, a strong it, yeah, part it, of it. The ability put, to it, have a longevity is really important. And and I get that. It's an interesting thing because it's one of the things that we, we speak badly about, the Squarespaces and some of the page builders that are coming to the WordPress space, the, the visual composers, the divvies that kind of are one and done and then you can't upgrade over time. It's one of the reasons I think those that have been around a long time, exactly that you can upgrade a WordPress site for 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, if, you're, if you think your site's gonna be around for another five or 10 years, it's a logical choice to start with. I think I think that's the key thing because you were talking about Jason uh, backwards compatibility and for me a lot of it especially for my small business clients it's future proofing for them so that in two mm -hmm. years they don't have to take their whole world because Squarespace SE or SEO Squarespace's CEO you know made some stupid comment and now they're like a ruined company a la Uber or whatever you know and then what happens to that structure you have to move your entire system so for me the future proofing uh, part of WordPress where I feel like uh, given the, the the landscape of the community and the ecology of 
all of these businesses putting more money in GoDaddy like tripling down on you know WordPress the future is looking very strong for WordPress to be there as a technology as a continually improving technology for clients so that they don't have to continually jump ship every I time. I also like the fact that a lot of companies can come together and work on the same project. Like in, in a lot of uh, spaces, especially like real estate and stuff, like you don't see other companies coming together to solve a solution. But here, you know, like like we have CMB2 and we're working with Human Made and 10Up and all these other things. It, that's like three companies who do the same thing and yeah, they do compete, but together they can come together and build this thing and maintain it for a greater good. I, I like that personally about being able to uh, contribute to something. Yeah, I mean, if you've ever, you know, in, in recent um, recent months here, I've been uh, trying to figure out, oh, I, maybe I should just build my own thing. I'm going to build my own internet, and I'm going to build it just in straight up <laughs> PHP and start working through it, right? And so I was like, oh, it's more of a, it's more of one of those like summer projects, but I'm trying to do it before the summer so I could actually work on it during the summer. But looking at it and going like, man, I have to sit here and write a, a login page in PHP. This sucks. And oh, now I have to write a commenting system in PHP. This sucks. Oh, I have to write a RSS thing, a JSON thing, a thing, a thing. And then after a while, you're just like, this this is going to cost way too much time, money, and energy to, to make this thing work. That's why I come back to WordPress. WordPress has figured <laughs> so, out all that crap for me, and I don't have to worry about it. So you said something in there, which is you have to build a commenting system, which this is the funny thing, and this is one of the beauties of WordPress. The a few Years ago, I read an article about like how somebody was moving away from that and using all these third-party systems. So they could use Google Maps for their maps, and they could use Discuss for their commenting, and they could use this and that. And now what do you see? You see a bunch of people move to Discuss for their commenting instead of WordPress comments. And then what, six months ago, Discuss announces, yeah, it's not going to be free anymore. We're going to show ads in your comments, or you can pay us. Totally. And now you have all these people who, have, who had latched onto a free proprietary system, um, and years later or whatever else, when it's most inconvenient, now have a system that they're stuck with, with no backwards compatibility, no way out. Um, it's like blackmail. Yeah, and that's the beauty of WordPress is having always been open source, having there's always no been, there's always been an upgrade path. It's it's beautiful. Like, that's the new tagline. WordPress. It's not blackmail. I, I, I mean, no I also I also think that that. WordPress, WordPress integrates with a lot of stuff, you know, like you use a third party system, you can bring that into WordPress, right? And then you can handle that on the template side or using a short code or doing something like that. Like there's not a lot of systems out there where you can say, let me, you know, connect this data or, you know, you have to buy this $100 add-on. Like you can pull that into WordPress and do with it what you want. That, that keeps me coming back too. Yeah, and, I and mean, I think, you can do it with a CSV file. So literally, you can do it with anything. I think there's an important point that uh, I want to I want to highlight in what what John said because I I, I I really do want to mirror this. Um, anytime you're using a free SaaS product, expect that at some point there will there will be a cost for it. And as John said, mm -hmm. it will be yes. at the most inconvenient time for you. It will be after, the most entrenched. It, it, exactly, it will be after you're after you're vested. Right. That's that's when the that's when the charges will start. So that that is an advantage of WordPress is it, it is software. It's it's open source software. We own it. There are going to be no charges for me in the future. Right. Mm -hmm. If for some weird reason something happens to the company. Right. And, and, and somehow the, the software is some is charged. 
there's a charge for it at some point. I still own the iteration that I have, right? It is mine. Yeah. And that is mine. It's in my license. That's yeah. unique, I think, to um, most things, especially these days, that for running something that is such a core part of your business, to actually be able to own it and not have it be sucked into some proprietary thing. That What else is like that? I mean, even Google Docs, you know, we all use them, and, you know, I'm sure we're paying somehow. We will pay. Well, if you think about uh, um, uh, Google Apps, right? So I use Google Apps, and I had it. I've got it when it was free, right? I set it up for Zeek. I've had it, and luckily, I'm grandfathered in, but Google Apps is not free anymore, and Google Apps is is sort of the go-to uh, it's also not called Google Apps anymore. What's it? I don't know. It's a call now. To Google's credit, uh, this is totally off topic, but to Google's credit, they grandfathered everybody in for free. <clears throat> the exception to that is you don't get the same support you get if you're actually paying for G Suite. Right. But, um, but in, bringing it back to WordPress, like you always have control over your most important content, which is your actual, what you've produced, what you've published, okay. um, to move it elsewhere. Um, to upgrade, to, to keep it alive. There's there's always been good upgrade paths for that, which isn't true of most And it goes back to like the what I said earlier, that kind of WordPress mission statement of democratizing publishing being a noble cause that brings me back to the project and being interested in continuing to contribute and you know be involved in this community. I think that's actually great. And that actually is why saying the community is not just a um, you know, a, a, a cliche kind of response, you know, because that community is based off of this philosophy. And so all of these people coming together are, you know, um, bound by that. And so it, that is, that is also unique to tech. There's not a lot of like philosophy beyond like, you know, give me the cash in most cases. I also, I also like the idea, though, that like, let's say I wanted to go work for Google. Like, it's it's fairly competitive to try to apply for a job there, where I can learn WordPress at my own pace, doing whatever I'm doing, and I can get to a point and I can start applying for places, and and they will say, hey, we'll give you a shot. You know, like a lot of industries won't do that unless you have X amount of skills or X amount of years in sales or whatever you can learn how to or put degree. a word yeah you can put wordpress together and then you could build your own business off of that you know like i think that's what's really cool about wordpress yep yeah i i i, I just mean, keep going it, back it, i keep going back to the fact it. that <laughs> right exactly <laughs> <laughs> i just keep going back to the fact that that wordpress uh, has already built the majority of the the basic primitive tools that i need in order to be able to then build the thing that i want to do and and some of those tools that are built in the wordpress have been replaced like john was saying with yet additional features that you can install via plugins but Jason, don't you want to play with Laravel? <laughs> no. I don't even know what that means. What does that even mean? I mean, I I, I, I like I like having Symphony running at all times, but you know, I'm not gonna like switch to it right away. <laughs> I got into a conversation with somebody the other day who said, you know, I really trust Symphony packages. Why should I trust WordPress? And it's like that's insane. Like WordPress has been around tested for ten years now, twelve years, thirteen years. Like it has as much history of security proofing and everything else as 
any random Symphony or Laravel package. It, it's just, it's crazy. They're like, well, I think Symphony or Laravel is more secure. But code quality, John. Yeah. Oh my God, well, it's such it's such old crufty code. I can't believe it. Why aren't you using Node? You yeah. should be using Node for that. <laughs> you see, well, and you guys are still coming at that from the developer angle because wow. there really is a a movement within the user side. There, I wouldn't say a movement, but I was I was on a I was on a it was a thread the other day, and someone was political thread. Someone's asking about um, you know how to build sites. They asked for advice. I didn't respond, but the responses were, oh well, uh, you can do Wix and set up Squarespace for super free and super cheap, but WordPress will cost you between five hundred and a thousand dollars. And I was like, what? 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 No. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all true. But that's the that becomes the the known out there because there are all of those developers who have no uh, allegiance to anything who are just like yeah, and they they actually make WordPress sound more complicated than it is to kind of protect themselves or to charge that five hundred to a thousand dollars. You know, I responded at that point. I was like, you know, by the way, you can get a free WordPress.com site over here and fifteen dollars a year for your domain, and you're done. Um, but you know, the, it's the perception out there that's happening. And I think a lot of that's probably, you know, being pushed by other communities that want WordPress to seem like it's complicated and expensive and only for developers. So I think there's definitely a shift happening there that we as WordPress people need to stay on and make sure that it's not just, you know, a developer tool, but it's also for users and still has that rep. I, I see two different angles being exploited. I see what you're saying, right? I see people saying, trying to make WordPress seem too complicated. I also see people trying to make WordPress seem like it's a toy, like it's still a blogging platform, right? I get yeah. that argument a lot of times as well. But WordPress isn't a serious platform. It can't be both. Depending on who you're competing against. Well, also, I, I saw uh, Josh Strebel from Pagely um, he did a talk about the many faces of WordPress and how people have built uh, full-on games using WordPress, or they they've built you know full-scale maps and locations and stuff. And that was that point, Steve, where where I realized you can do so much with WordPress, well, just just even out of the box, you know, like that's really cool. And 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 here's here's where I think WordPress is completely future proofed right all the things that we've said on the on, on the episode so far are true but it, it, it's in the past couple versions and I'm, I don't mean the small releases but the, the major releases it's become a platform you know WordPress really grew up in, in version 3.0 and and since then it's evolved into a, a platform so it's not just a thing, whether you make it a, a blogging platform or a website tool or whatever, it's not just, it's many different things because it's extensible. And I, I think that is obviously a huge asset, but it's also something that confuses people on the uh, consumer end or on the, the user end. Totally get it. But, so I, but, I, I got a question the other day, which was, um, you know, can I start on Squarespace or Wix or something and then just to get it started on my own and then later move it to WordPress? because I want to start with something free or something super cheap. And I'm like, well, no, start with WordPress.com. That's free and super cheap and do it yourself. And then you don't have to pay a developer a penny. Um, and it's actually that sentence right there that is my why I'm bummed about the split that's happening of the UI between WordPress.com and WordPress.org, because you can't as easily transition from the one to the other anymore. But You mean in terms of user experience? 
Yes, specifically. Because the content can certainly still transfer over quite easily. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, and so from that angle, absolutely, yes. It, and it, yeah. Um, but it's still a, a viable starting point for what we talked about earlier, um, a site that has a long longevity that's going to be iterated over and evolved over years instead of, okay, a year from now, I'm going to throw it away and start from scratch again. I like long longevity. I think I'm going to go by, by that URL. Longlongevity.com? Long long <laughs> I, I, I totally I, I, agree I, with you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Russ. I want to see, I want to see what longlongevity.wikipedia says. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you, John, about that. And, uh, you know, my focus when clients are talking about, uh, especially small business clients who are just starting out, and they're like, oh, I'm going to go with a Wix or a Squarespace, a lot of it for me is you have to know what it is that you're trying to build, and those people don't know that. And so they get into the Wix, and they're just like bells and whistles and whatever. They're not focusing on the core parts of their business going to help them index, help them sell, help them do any of that stuff, which is the content, which is they had a simpler site focused more on that in the beginning, they would be better off in the long run. And I think that's key as well. I, I also like meeting people like out at an event that has nothing to do with technology and you're just hanging around having a beer and someone's like, oh yeah, I just built a WordPress site. And you're like, you did? You know, <laughs> and like, and, and like it's something where it's like, I would have never thought this big burly biker would have ever built a WordPress site. And he's like, oh yeah, check this out. I wrote this hook the other day and it's like, that's cool, man. Like we have another person that we can rely on or to talk with. Like I, I like awesome. that. Literally there two are... weeks ago, I was at a cafe wearing a like my WordPress hoodie, like the hoodie with the WordPress logo on it. And this woman goes, "I recognize that. I just made a website on that." That's <clears> awesome. I was like, really? You did? Tell me about it. She's like eighty years old. She just started her first blog on WordPress.com. I love and, it. Awesome. And then she saw me like two weeks later. She's like, "I remember you. You're the one who works on WordPress." I'm like, "Well, well, no, I, I, I okay, yeah, yes, 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 I do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I technically have my name on credits of one of the WordPress releases. I can say that. Hey, yeah. if, <laughs> if, if, if Al Gore can take it, uh, credit for inventing the internet, then internet. You can take credit for working, I can on, take WordPress. For working on WordPress. <laughs> Awesome. Hey, That's about it, folks. It's 1130. I want to say thank you very much for being on the show today, talking a little bit about uh, what keeps us with um, keeps us using WordPress. I really appreciate it. Go over to our website at wpwatercore.com. You can click on the links there to subscribe. Just one thing that they just recently added on YouTube is if you want to be notified that this show is going live, if you go to our um, our go to our site and look at the video link, there'll actually be a little button that says, I want to be notified when they go live. Click on that and they'll send you an email. So that's, that's awesome. So I'll talk to y'all later. Hit the thumbs up button. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.